Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. And we always say, if you want to be an influencer, what are you good at? What is the value that you bring to these people who follow you? How are you going to quote unquote influence them, right? Because the legit quote unquote the legit good influencers are are those that provide value. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Bate Young. Welcome to episode 16 of the Hustle Share Podcast. My name is Ronster and I'm your host. And this episode is brought to you by Payroll Hero, a time, attendance, scheduling, HR, and payroll solution for Philippine companies. If you are new to the show, welcome. Technically, Hustle Share is a podcast that lets you learn from other hustlers by listening to them. So if you're here to learn something new, then you've come to the right show. Because what we do here is we talk about our journeys, not our accolades, but our struggles. Also, everything else that we don't really talk about in a normal conversation so that we can improve our own hustles in our own lives as well. Now, I'd like to give you a heads up because we keep it real here and there might be some language that we use that might not be suitable for you depending on where you're at. So if you're surrounded by kids or in a public work, 
uh, workplace, then please turn the volume down. Or if you're not comfortable with cussing, then please switch this podcast off. Now, this episode is very, very interesting because we're going to be talking about hustle in its core. And our guest for today is Ace Gapos, the CEO of Blaga Palooza. Now, be prepared because Ace taught us so many things in this episode because she talked about what her humble beginnings were and how she literally refused privilege from the get-go and chose to start her own career from scratch, even if she had that card. She will also discuss with us her early struggles in her career and how she almost gave up because of doubt creeping in. And not just that, she's also going to tell us how she was able to bounce back to get where she is now and the type of moves she made that allowed her to get in this position. But the real kicker here is not about that because Ace was very, very generous to teach us what it takes to be a very good influencer. She also gave us the secret of why she can afford to travel every month. But last and definitely not the least, she taught us her secrets in networking, influencing, and sales. So I gave you a heads up. You better grab a pen and paper because this episode is so packed with so much learnings. So let's begin this episode right now. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share podcast, and we are here with the Blaga Mama. Blaga Mama, uh, I, I've, I've known her for not not too long, but you know this girl just knows how to hustle. She's the epitome of hustling, and I, I've met you through Rise in Hong yes. Kong. But I've, I've seen you, I've seen you for quite a while now, right? And you've 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 been grinding, and I have respect. I know a hustler when I see it, and you just have the epitome of hustle written all over you. So welcome to the show, Ace Gapus, the CEO of Blaga Palooza. Thank you very much, Ron, for having me here tonight. Yes, so it's very late, and you said that you've been grinding the whole day, so thanks for making the time. Of course, and thank you also for staying up to meet me. (laughs) Uh, This is just midday for me, so (laughs) I still have the nightlife eh? shit going on with me right now. Mm -hmm. So for right now, we're... We're live on. Is this your Facebook page? Yes, that right. is my personal Facebook page. There I you go. We're get live. All the fans in is, my personal Facebook page. Shout out to you guys. Um, awesome. I've never done anything live, but uh, if you want to see the proper edited, nice version of this, yeah. it's gonna be live on Spotify mm-hmm. by Holy Monday. Awesome. So Holy Grab Ace Monday. Off. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> While we're repenting from our sins and giving up shit, we you're listening it. literally to. To, to oh. Ace. Yes. All right. So Ace, let's let's go to to the straight to the jugular mm-hmm. before we ride the hustle share time machine that I still haven't patented. Um, Ace, what's your hustle? Okay. Uh, right now, I'm a full time yep. startup founder. There you go. <laughs> I run and manage Blogapalooza. We're an Blogapalooza. influencer marketing company. Okay. And the core of what we do is we bridge businesses to bloggers, content creators, and yes. influencers. Correct. That's it. That's like a major thing that I do. I also teach part-time. Yes. I Mom teach consumer Ace. insight yes. in uh, Mint College. Mint, yes. Yes. I like Meridian. that college. They're non-conventional. Yeah, they're international also. Right. And on the side, when I have free time, pa, I still do a couple of side consulting for okay. brands. Okay. Uh, that is if I could accommodate it with my time. Yes, you're a very busy woman. And I don't even know how you do it. 
sometimes... I need to write down notes literally today. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, sometimes also I wonder how I do it, but I am just very organized. Correct. I swear, I'm super duper organized. My teammates Looks will like really it. attest to it. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. this is a science and an art on its That's form. True. And I agree. Again, you can... The way you look like, just from an outsider's looking at, looking at it. Again, I'm looking at it from an outsider looking in because mm-hmm. influencers <laughs> tend to also paint this picture that yeah. there's a lot of things going on right. but behind the scenes you need to be able to have a system that works for you that's true because you can't be a fucking uh slob and be be, be all over the place to to run that type of game yeah but before that again we're gonna step back like we always do right um ace when did hustling start for you? Because I, I, I have a very shallow mm-hmm. background of where you're, I know that you did grab for a while. Yeah. And then next thing I know is you're in Blagapalooza. Yeah. But let's stitch that up. When was your first account or what was your first first foray into hustling? Yeah, very good question. Because, you know, after graduating college, I went to the corporate world, very corporate. much like the template of how college graduates yep. hope to be. Yep. They want a good job that pays well. It and was, you studied where? Just for, for I people. went to Ateneo for there college. And um, <laughs> yes, one big fight. <laughs> yep. Also did a couple of units in the University of Technology in Sydney. Whoa. And, uh, no, 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 because a lot of those, a lot of the people here, they, they've, yeah. they've studied abroad. and. Yeah. Studying here is already hard. That's true. But how does does the perspective of studying abroad? I mean, I've, we've had that with Earl, with Gat, yeah, some other some other dudes here. Who's how did that change your perspective? Because it's already hard in Ateneo, mm-hmm. right? You're mm-hmm. probably arguably the best university. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of people will claim that Lasalle, the UP, and you guys, Ateneo. <laughs> uh, the Ateneo, the Ateneo. <laughs> And USC was like, yeah, okay, we're cool here. But we're the oldest. You can never take that away All from right, us. Yeah. But how did that change? When you study in a university like University of Sydney, correct? Technology, Te- Sydney, Technology yeah. Sydney, UTS, yeah. How does that change? Uh, well, it super duper changed my outlook in terms of education because in the Philippines, we really do a lot of studying. Like, yeah. Like the Asian way of really doing things, yep. you know, you have to be number one all the time. You yep. have to get perfect scores all the time. Yep. But it's different in Sydney because when I went there, I just saw people who are working at the same time wow. and studying. And back then during our batch, it wasn't a common thing here. Okay. Diba? Um, it's just, it's, it's different during, okay. during our time. Yep. Right now, it's common. I mean, the kids right now, they work while they're studying. Yeah. But, but during our time, it was, it was not normally done unless you True. really need it, right? True. And then it's, I found out that uh, studying there, it's just so much more efficient because yeah. uh, internet infrastructure is so good. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, there was a time that I caught class for a month. Wow. And I'm like, I didn't miss anything because everything was online. Even yes. the lectures are recorded online so you can watch or listen to them at your free time. Yeah. Good luck trying to do that here. I know. No. <laughs> that's your yeah. only opportunity. And then they're going to yeah. fail you. Yeah. Right. So that's it. No, I, um, I studied there for a couple of months. Right. And then after that, went to the corporate world. It okay. was the... So we went back here. Yes. I went okay. back here. Graduated from Ateneo still. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, you know, the, the regular template of a college okay. graduate yep. during our time. You would go to the corporate world, find a good paying job, and right. then hope that you get promoted 
Right, right. The Cor- climb the corporate ladder yeah. and eventually retire at some age and then That's bank true. cash out. Yeah, right. so that was like my life before. Okay. And then I I contemplated on changing careers. Okay. I was what in, were you doing in your first job? If you I don't, was in corporate strategy. Like what does corporate strategy right do? Away. Because again, this is very vague when you just yeah. look at the definition of right. it. Right. But what exactly does do corporate strategists right. We do? were doing balanced scorecard for the organization. What it the was hell a family-run business. Scorecard. Right. It's a family-run business for more than 20 years. Ooh. So it was, you know, it was just difficult to break down whatever they have. Tradition, yeah. beliefs, whatever. That's true. So it was a struggle for me and at as a 21, 22-year-old at that yeah. time, you Full know, it's passion. just so I, I frustrating. Can, yeah. right. So um, I contemplated on a career change and I said, oh, I want to do marketing, I want to do PR. And I told my boss at that time that uh, I, I hope to be transferred to right. this department, but they couldn't do that. Ah. So um, I said, oh, maybe I'll just find another company to work in. How long did you stay for that I first? stayed for more than two years. No way. Yeah. More than wow. two years. I was like the typical. And know. then here's the thing about the first jobs of people, yeah. right? Your first job has so much influence over yeah, your career true. paths because you're as much as you want to learn a lot of stuff in school, mm. you're technically an open book. Super good. Right. And then your first job will define mm-hmm. a lot of those things because your first boss matters. Yeah. The first responsibilities and the the, 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 the habits that you right. make in that first job will also define what you're going to do. So if you're unfortunate and you end up with a bad boss, mm-hmm. it's either subliminally you're going to like, all right, I'll Get be, maybe that's the way mm-hmm, things yeah. are done. And you pick up those bad habits. That's true. Or you just break them all like, fuck this. I'm not going to be know. like you. By the way, we can cuss your yes. answers. You can do it. Awesome. Um, Fuck this! I'm not gonna be like you, and just make sure that hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this yeah. my way, and make sure I don't end up like you. Right. Were there instances in that first job that you said, you know what, uh, this is what I'm gonna, how I'm gonna be? What were those realizations? For you? Well, of course, I worked in a family business, okay. and the people who are running it are just the cousins, the ah, the uncles, the okay. you know. So um, it was difficult for us to really put processes, policies in place because the policies there are the policies of the family. And then the politics behind it too because Tito A and Tito B and whatnot. Right, so it's so difficult to really be up there because you're not part of the family Mm -hmm. and you just have to accept that. So anyway, um, I I tried applying in other companies because I really wanted media, PR, marketing and so frustrating because after applying to like 10 or probably more than that, No one was accepting me. Wow. No one. Did that affect your confidence? Because I see see you now and, whoa, this girl's a go-getter. Yeah. Was it, how is it like when, it it also takes its soul, especially when you get lose after lose after lose and then you start doubt, doubting yourself. I did doubt myself so much that I really thought to myself that, oh, maybe my market value has really gone down because uh, I'm I'm two years into this and I haven't really progressed much, right? Okay. And so I said, oh, maybe the, the way to go is just to take some grad school units or maybe take my MBA. Got it. And so I took my MBA. Okay, so you took an MBA. Uh, yes, it. I took an MBA from UP Diliman. UPD. Yes. Just a neighbor of Ateneo, Yes, right. just beside us. Right. And then um, while doing that, of course, I, 
I couldn't ask money from my parents, right? Sure, sure. You gotta so, hustle for your own shit now. Yeah. You're a grown woman. I know. Right? So um so that was the time when Grab was launching in the Philippines. Got it. And they asked for help. Oh, they said, uh, we need someone to help us with media, with marketing. And that's exactly something that I wanted to do. So you smelled it. And how did you know yeah. about that they were looking about um, for stuff? My college blockmate, okay. Natasha. Ah, so you're not. Yes, not we're classmates. Know. Yeah, we're Shoot. classmates in, in PE, wow. in volleyball, <laughs> in PE. Yeah, oh, well, like, woo. okay, Spike. Okay, there you go. Right, Natasha, get that. And yeah. she's tall. So I'm pretty sure they, she blocks everything. Right, she's she's like our blocker. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, shout out Natasha. Yeah, yep. so uh, Natasha back then was um, posting about it, and I said, oh, maybe this is my chance. I could make ah. some money on the side while studying. At least I could get by, ah. right? So um, luckily enough, I was accepted. There you go. So now you, all those doubts are behind you. Right, right. And Grab back then was, was, you know, they were so kind to me because I was in grad school, right? Right, right. So they just required me to go to the office uh, once a week for three hours. Wow. It was such a good arrangement for me. How so, many, how big was Grab back then? Because they oh. were in, 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 in rapid growth yeah, mode. Yeah, yeah. And then people are being on board. I remember there was a spot uh, in Jupiter where you had to rent it out to yeah. fucking... You know why? Because yeah. I was a Grab driver too. Shout out oh to those. Oh my, I, really? Yeah, so Wild. In 2015, I mm -hmm. saw that there's this movement of mm -hmm. Uber and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I bought... I just recently bought a car. I said, you know what? I think I can do one more. Awesome. Not because I want to have two cars. Fuck that, right? right? But I said like, all right, maybe I can Uber or grab one. Yeah. And have, you know, this typical yeah. wave back then. Yeah. And uh, along with my driver, mm -hmm. uh, who I commissioned... I also enrolled as a really? I drove Grabs I and it. Ubers every Sundays. You know why? Because it also kept me... I was doing party file then. Yeah. And I was doing work. And then yeah. Sunday, all right, I'll drive for a couple hours. I mean, it's, it's good money, gas money, whatever. Yeah. But it's also kept me grounded. So, but it's fucking ex my, my my hips were super painful. So I'd get a trip in Cubao and end up in Fairview. It's <laughs> <was> like fuck, <laughs> right? It's it's Adventures. it's crazy. Yeah. But for you, when you joined Grab, I'm we were sure like three people in the office. Wow. Yeah, we were like three people in the office, and I stayed there for a couple of months until they were sort of um, stable, I would say. Yeah. And then, and then what was the culture like? Because mm, I mean, Brian. Yeah. I mean, which by the way, we'll have here very awesome. soon. Awesome. Yeah, we'll yeah. take it from his his perspective. Um, when Brian Koo started this again, mm -hmm. this Grab was an offshoot of yeah. my taxi in, in Malaysia. In Malaysia, right? You can't copy paste what they had in Malaysia yeah. and put it here because it's a totally different dynamic. Right. Here it's like the the taxi business yeah. is run, run like a mafia. Yeah. It's it's that kind yeah. of way and there's a lot of friction up front, right? That's true. How did you what were the main things you learned there? What was your key learnings in that thing? Because I'm pretty sure you didn't know startups back then yet. Yeah. There, yeah. I had no knowledge at all about right. startups before. Mm -hmm. And my idea of companies was that they're big. They're a corporation. They're big, right, right? Right, right. So Grab was really my first like my first step, my first yeah. try yeah. at startup. So I was surprised to be in an office with like three people. And I was surprised that Oh, you can't say that's not my job because 
everyone's job is you gotta do it yeah right right? so um i was i was doing pr for them before so it was all bloggers and media and uh yeah so and then there's all this also the time where grab was getting so much shit Oh, TNBS, yeah. the LTFRB yes. telling they're illegal. Mm-hmm. And I remember what type of bullshit we had mm-hmm. to go through. Just so, you know, we, we were spoiled now because grab having grab is normal. Yeah. But before, the type of shit you have to go through in grab. It was difficult. It was really difficult. My God, the friction, mm-hmm, right? I'm sure. Yeah, but, um, you know, I, I were very lucky because the, the owner of the... Largest taxi fleet in the Philippines. Yes. It's actually a friend of mine. Ah. So um, we that part was really done right away. That's good. Okay, so um, after that, I well, Grab was very kind to me. I was there for nine months. And then uh, I left when my MBA was at its peak. It yep. was the most difficult SEM. I mean, you, you went all in on that one. Might yeah. as well fucking finish it, right? Yeah. What did you take up during your MBA? You never, I never... Just Grab and a couple of freelance consulting. No, I mean, your MBA course. What were you taking up? Uh, it's a general MBA course. Okay. So it's for a pre- general practitioner. Okay, wow. Okay. It's that like is... um, you get a bit of accounting, you get a bit of but finance. MBA is MBA. Of... And then yeah. UP too. So that's no joke, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. hard. I mean, again, I, I'm not much of a student back then. <laughs> I got 75s and I'm like, whoo, I'm happy because I don't have to go through that again. again yeah. Fuck that shit, right? <laughs> calculus, fuck you. I don't like you. Right? But so, I'm a math girl, so uh, I nope. super love calculus. So that's why I love you if you were my classmate because you would get me by. And yeah. I'll figure out how to pay, repay you down the road. Yeah. <laughs> so you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Yeah. So for you, Ace, um, you went through this. Now you, you went all in in your MBA. You left Grab. Yeah. What was the next step? Or was MBA like, a, all right, we're, we're done? Yeah. That was when I would say the hustle really started. Because okay. you have to get by, right? Mm. And back then, I had no source of income. Mm. I didn't have a job. Yeah. I didn't have anything. Yep. Right? So what I did was really get these side projects, sell whatever. Okay, and what were you doing? Like, give us an example. I would be super duper embarrassed to admit Dude, this. You gotta wear that on your sleeve. Yeah, okay. but I did network marketing. Okay, power. Oh my gosh, power tayo, upline. <laughs> power. I super, I, when I look back at that time, I'm like, oh, I really did that. Hey, but, so what? But yeah, no shame, I had to no get shame. by. Okay. I had to get by. And um, I took, you know, even the small projects that right. would require me to uh, maybe manage social media, just mm. a PR strategy, a one-off mm. thing that would require some social media help, anything yeah. that could make me money. Okay. And, um, you know, that's when I realized that, okay, I got to hustle through life. True. This is no, it. No, nobody's going to give it to you. Yes. Right? Yes. got to earn mean, it. Of course, um, I would say that I am, I am a bit privileged because, you know, if, if during that time I really felt rock bottom right i know that my parents will be there i know right there's there's a bailout somewhere yes it's just that it's it couldn't be an option because how old was i i was 24 right i know for 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 a good couple of like from year i was 22 to 25 Mm -hmm. in between that day i was a grown-ass man and i partied a lot not because i want to party but that's my business i went all in too but on my startup my mom 
was my main source of income. Yeah. And I was butt-ass broke. Like, so I understand that. Right. Now, Ace, let's take a quick break. But when we come back, let's discuss how did you mm-hmm. end up doing Blogapalooza? Interesting. All right. So more of that after the break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph that's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. We're still with the Blaga Mama. Awesome. Ace Blaga um, Palooza. So, Ace, prior to the break, we talked about how you know you realize now that nobody's going to give you shit. There's a bailout, but you don't want to do that. You have, you're full of pride. Now, I want to ask, after MBA, was it Blogapalooza right away or did you do other, anything else in between? I did uh, still part-time consultancy until okay. I landed on the Blogapalooza opportunity around May 2015. May 2015. I was graduating from MBA that time. Ah. Yeah. How did you... Okay, so Blogapalooza, just for those people who, who, who don't know what it is yet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from what I know, and yeah. correct me if yes, I'm wrong, Blogapalooza was an offshoot of when in Manila before, which was co-founded by Francis Simisim yeah. and Vince Golanco. Yes. Right. So I know Vince, I know Francis. Yes. And then eventually it, it became a separate entity on its yes. own. Yes. Well, how did you, first question is, mm-hmm. how did you meet Francis? Mm-hmm. And how did that happen? Like, all right, 
you run this. Right. And whatnot. Very yeah. interesting because when we launched Grab here, we sponsored one of the Blogapalooza events. Ah, so that's how they got to know me. Got it. And, and uh, it's very easy to see Francis. He's over six yes. feet tall. It's If you see a fucking crowd, like, oh, that, there he that's is. That's Francis. <laughs> yeah, like yep. in a crowd, oh, that's Francis. Oh, that's you. You just got to look up. Right? right. Yeah. So they know me from the Blogapalooza event that we sponsored as Grab. Okay. And then probably they know me also because I've been a blogger since I was 11. Got it. Yeah, so wow. I was really one of the first in the Philippines there when blogging was not OG. even a thing. Yeah, OGX. I would claim that I'm one of the OGs. Okay. I even started before the, the OGs. <laughs> like there the OGs. You go. The OG bloggers. Yeah. So um go. anyway, so they know me as that blogger. They know me as the sponsor in one of their events. Okay. And they also know me as the one who's into business. Yeah. Right? So uh, maybe Francis and his friend Vince back then thought that um, oh maybe she's a perfect fit because she's a blogger okay. she's a businessman businesswoman and yeah. um, she also has been a part of the Blogapalooza correct, event correct. before you're, you're a perfect fit you, yeah. you embody the whole mold but I wasn't but, their first choice wow I wasn't their first choice their but first there are, you know things fall into your lap for a reason yeah right and then I, at the end of the day you know I wasn't first choice or whatnot either but Fuck, you know, right. when it comes to you, and then eventually it just it just makes most yeah. most sense, right? Yeah. So Francis just messaged me randomly, Ace. What are you doing right now? And I said, Oh, you know, just a couple of freelance jobs okay. here and there. Okay. And they said, Oh, we have an opportunity for you if you're willing to discuss. Okay. And I said, Okay, wow, finally Power. I have something to do. <laughs> okay. Finally. Yes. And so um, Vince and Francis met me somewhere in Capital Commons, and. Okay. Um, and they told me, and yes. they told me that, um, oh, um, we we are planning to let go of Blogapalooza, and we were thinking that maybe. What was Blogapalooza before? This it was just an like... event. It was an annual event that convenes businesses, brands, and yeah. um, and bloggers. God. It was just like an annual thing, an annual event. That small thing. <laughs> yes, because it was it was uh, the name Blogapalooza is named after like the big festival Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza. Yeah, that right. is really their inspiration back then. Okay. So, so um, it's a grand congregation of bloggers yes, once a year. Right, yeah. And then they talked to you and said, "All right, we're about to let go of this yeah. shit, right?" And how did what were the what was that conversation like? Well, it was very simple. It was right. they said, "Oh, if you're willing to do this, then then you do that." Okay. And I said, "Okay, but um, are, are you are you selling this to me yeah. because I don't have money to buy right, this?" Right, right. And they said, "No, well, we're giving that to you. You're free to do whatever you want with it." Wow. Uh, you know. And I said, "Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> they're giving okay, it to me. Right. I mean, of course. Back then, as a as a marketer and as a blogger, also." Right, right. I really saw gold mine yeah. because you know, and I mean, I've always been reading about marketing trends right, in, in other right. countries, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I, knowing how Blogapalooza is like, knowing right. that it has a network of, right. of businesses and a community of bloggers, mm -hmm. I thought that oh, I, I, this is a gold mine, and yeah. they're letting and this, this opportunity go. doesn't come in any, 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 yes. any day, right? Oh, they're letting that go because they had other priorities, true, which is true. just fine. Right? Manila was fucking huge. Yes, One I of the know. biggest websites in the Philippines. Yes, so um, right? you know, for a it's long just time. not a priority for them. And okay. I said, okay, maybe this is what I could do moving forward. Got it. Okay, now what was the setup like? Because, I mean, you're not the founder, yes. but now you are the main guy. Yes. Would, was there any sort of package of compensation? Because you got to make ends meet too, mm -hmm. right? And then now, what was the plan? Because you can't say, all right, it's yours. Now what? 
right? What was that like for you? Uh, this is where I'd say luck played a big role in my life. Okay. During that time when uh, when when the opportunity of Blogapalooza right. came to me, I just made a very good business deal in network marketing. There you go. Power! <laughs> I know, yeah. So yeah. I, I really made no, money. I always say power, by the way, because... Uh, we're, we're big fans of Kong TV. Also, <laughs> Kong TV, this, 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 this YouTuber. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And he's our patron saint too. Yeah. That's why we say Hello, it. Hello, mga pa. pa. Yes. Power. Yes. <laughs> we so, want um, you on the fucking show. I've been trying to get to you, <laughs> motherfucker. Right? James Fernando, I'm shirtly hooked you up. You fucking didn't even reply. But I want you. We love you, Kong TV. We I will you, introduce bro. you to you, him. Oh, you know him? Even V? Power. Dude, yeah. I live near him. Really? Yeah. And my house in Cavite is also near his place. Wow. So, dude, just so pick late. and choose where the fuck you're going <laughs> to... And then, bruh, like, I swear. That, even if you look at the art uh-uh. of, of Hustle Share, I'm doing the power sign. Yeah. That's my tribute yeah. to him. Payaman. Oh power. Yeah. Yes. So, that's really where luck played a big role yeah, in my life. So, I'm, you got the big fish. I made some money yeah. in network marketing. So, okay. you know, and that money that I got, I invested in a friend's business. Ah. And um, luckily, that business was really doing well at that time and yeah. even more, uh, you know, even better during that, not right now. Right, right. So, um, and then, yeah, you, you keep ranting randomly posting like yeah i'm selling my property like what yeah, yeah. this girl is loaded as shit you, you have so many yeah like, wow but i you know it, credit where credit is due it's really um i was that was really my lucky year ah. that was my lucky year so I that had was, what money. year was this 2015 there you go well year of whatever i yeah. Know, yeah that was my lucky year so i made some good money and so i had some funds there right? you go now you're now, sitting on fucking your own cash, which yes, you earned. Yes. Right. So, uh, so I had some money to do to do Blogapalooza even without pay ah, during the first because year. Because you didn't need I to didn't fucking need it. survive. It. I didn't need it back ah. then. Okay. Good call, Francis and Vince. <laughs> really, yeah. you're, actually, you're not the one who's lucky. It's them. Mm-hmm. Because without, if you if you had you not had that that type of deal. It's a totally different ballgame. That's true. Right? That's because, true. like, dude, I need to fucking survive. For example, how am I going to do this if I don't have money to pay my bills? That's true. So it's a match made in heaven. Congrats. Yeah. Props to you guys. Also, I am, uh, I sell everything. <laughs> there you go. I am a seller. Like, I there sell anything. Yeah. So, you know, I I just need to get by. So there I'm going to sell you. Anyway, uh, so um, that's it. I didn't need money for the first uh, huh. couple of years. And so... Blogapalooza didn't really pay me, mm-hmm. uh, but wow. I'm own, I own I own majority of the company. There you go. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. So um, right now we're we're moving towards a direction that I set. Also, it's yours. It's, You're the captain of the ship, yes. and you own the ship. Yes, I drive it now. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Now let's talk about Blogapalooza in depth. Okay. So from it be being an event, what is it now and was it a straight transition to what it is now, or was there like multiple phases? Because yo, startup lad is new to you. Yeah, you don't know the shit that we yes. go through, and it's a totally different ball game than. I mean, you're a seller, which again is your ace, ace yeah. up your sleeve because you're ace. Yeah, pun intended. Right, <laughs> right? but at the end of the day, right, um, it's a totally different ball game. Now it, the pace, the technology behind it. 
What was it like from being an event to what it is now? Yeah, you know, when I entered Blogapalooza in 2015, of course, right. I was studying how things are like. Right. Of course, the founders, the original founders, have built something right. already, and so I had to build upon it. Right. Okay. So in 2015, we just did whatever they've done in the past four years, right. which was an event. So we okay. did an event again in 2015, mm -hmm. and then I talked to Francis, one of my co-founders, my directors, right. and 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 he said he Francis again is so much into the startup space, right? Yes. And so he was really the one pushing me to be oh, the just do this, yeah, yeah, just do right. this, just do that. Maybe you can't consider this. Maybe you can't have a look mm -hmm. at this, right? And so I said, okay, um, getting my knowledge from Grab, right. And appropriating that to how Blogapalooza was like. Remember, Grab is drivers and passengers. Right. And I said, right. yeah. And I said, oh, light bulb moment. Blogapalooza, businesses, bloggers, right. influencers. Right? right. So I said, okay, I yes. have a light bulb moment. Maybe we can do this. Maybe right. we can right. do that. And Francis was really the one pushing me, introducing okay. me to people, getting me acquainted into all this startup yeah. things. It was really because of Francis. Mm. So very good. But now, since you're you're part of it, now you got to put it into work, right? So mm -hmm. you thought of that light bulb moment, and there's a pivot that you had to do. Yeah. I remember you guys had a, even had a launch yes. at one point, right? But what was the minimum viable product? Then you created mm -hmm. when Blogapalooza now became a platform. Mm -hmm. right. It was just a basic matching platform. Got like it. a basic matching platform wherein when you're a brand, you can just put there basic things like, oh, I want an influencer that's into beauty, fashion, lifestyle. Okay. And then the platform will match you to that right. influencer. And for you guys, what's the benefit for you? I mean, at the end of the day, the, 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 the value proposition mm -hmm. is straight. Yeah. For the influencer, I'm getting you a sponsor so you can yes. maximize or monetize, monetize your fucking influencer, your, your reach, whatever. Right. right. From, for from, the brand from the brand, you get an influencer that can endorse your yes. shit uh, in an organic mm -hmm. way without a hard sell. Yes. But for you guys, what was the... the I mean, you got to make money too. Yeah. What was... What was Yep. For you. Uh, well, for for the brand also, of course, it saves them time and right. really finding these influencers, right? right? But for us, it's it's really the transaction uh, ah, fees made okay. from that. So that it's like was, a, a margin on top, yes, per se. Got right. It. So every very campaign, straightforward, right? Yeah, and and um and companies make thousands of campaigns every month. No way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, okay, let's talk about that. So, out out comes this platform. Mm -hmm. Was it like boom right away? I was like, holy shit, there's something wrong here. <laughs> right. Well, because I now I saw I saw you grind yourself to fucking manning a booth alone with this thing too. <laughs> Shout out. I've seen you before in Hong Kong. Right? Right. And then you were just you never ran out of energy. Where the hell do you get that stuff? And how was it like knowing that now I think when you mm. I met you, there's just one or three of you at yeah, first? Three of us, That's yeah. Hard, right? How was that from that point where mm -hmm. it's the launch is never it yes. i swear i've seen so many startups like all right we're gonna do a launch and then yeah after two days brr, nothing yeah right how what it was happened the, to us also um we launched we launched our mvp 2016 yeah and uh we realized that oh you know the the, the customers they say they want this and that and that and then yeah. when you present the product to them it's like 
oh, I want this, pala. I want. They never know. know what they actually. They want, never know honest. what they want. You're right, and so it was very difficult for us to really get to that product that they will actually use. Yeah. And um, based on all, based on my experience also in Grab, it was very difficult for customers to really adapt. You know, yeah. the adaption rate is so People slow. People don't change. Number one, there's always attrition with change. Yeah. You know, when you change something, even just a minute button, or when Facebook fucking does a quick update, everybody freaks uh, out. I know. Yeah. But eventually, they'll they'll figure it out. Yeah. But they will complain. But they will complain, and yeah. they will they will you know they will go ballistic. Right. What Super. is happening? <laughs> anyway. I hate this. I'm out. Yeah. Right. I'll be back tomorrow. So anyway, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was very difficult for us at first. Yeah. And um, remember, this was 2016, right? Yeah. So it took us a couple of iterations to really get to that product that businesses would actually use wow, and influencers great. would actually find it easy to sign up and uh, and do their their Correct. registration because it's a there. two-sided it's uh, a two-sided thing place. you know yeah. um you gotta you gotta get the influencer to sign up yeah like think that it's worth their time yeah. because they can always go direct yes right mm-hmm. uh why do i need your platform mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. gotta convince them to do that and then the mm-hmm. brands you gotta also convince them hey this is where you look for them mm-hmm. instead of going direct yeah, we we that's the value proposition. Yeah, it's also um, it's also disrupting how the current uh, processes are done because right now how marketers how businesses would relate to influencers is still on the PR side. Yes. So it's still oh um, product for posts etc. But mm. but the industry is changing and people's behaviors, uh, things that people trust, the media outfits that they really look uh, look up to yeah are changing. True now. Ace, mm-hmm. Blogapalooza now is a totally different beast. Yes. Right? Big beast. You've it's had, not like, anymore again, the event that they know. No, it's a it's a platform mm-hmm. and people know this. And you've, yes. you've communicated this well. Mm-hmm. So props to you, props to the whole Blogapalooza Cheer. team. So Ace, in terms of the grind now, what what what's it like? Because, correct me, here's, here's what I know about of influencers. Yeah. There's really good influencers that really mm-hmm. fucking do, does magic for any brand that they touch. Mm-hmm. There's also another side of the influencer escape that has a bad reputation. Okay. A bad rep. You know, some bloggers who are like, I'll feature you, give me a free yes. whatever. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. There's the bad, because mm-hmm. it's unregulated, right? At the end of the day, as much as possible, I know that if I work with you, these are credible professional yes vetted vetted uh influencers Mm -hmm. how do you work with those influencers given that it's a mixed bag out there yeah i think uh the knowledge my knowledge also in the industry plays a big role here okay because remember i started blogging when i was 11 you were one of them right i was one of the first few right so i sort of you know i I really grew up in the industry i i sort of i sort of saw how it evolved i got to know the people also as the years went by and so I and also, of course I am in the loop right. with um, with all the insider information, right. quote unquote, right? Okay. So um, uh, I, I let's just say I just know very much about the industry. Okay. Okay. So that really helps us a lot, okay. especially when we when we recommend the influencers to the brand. So what makes a good influencer? Let's talk okay. about that because everybody wants to be an influencer yes. now. Everybody wants to be an Instagram model, right. whatever. I'll make the fucking posts and whatnot. Yeah. Everybody's trying to be that. But what makes a legit 
influencer that you would want to work with? Yeah, that's a good question because every day we get emails okay. asking, oh, how, how can I become an influencer? Can okay. you help me become an influencer? Mm-hmm. It's as if, you know, during the times, I want to be an artista, an actor, an actress. Yeah. Now it's, I want to be an influencer, True. right? And, and we always say, if you want to be an influencer, what are you good at? True. What is the value that you bring to these people who follow you? Right. How are you going to quote unquote influence them, Correct. right? Because the legit quote unquote the legit good influencers are are those that provide value. Correct. And, and and it's not even, you know, you can provide entertainment value. You're True. funny. You're yeah. you're nice yeah. to watch. You're right. beautiful. You're there sexy. You but not provide. everybody's gifted with that. Yes, right? Right. Yeah, so if you're not gifted with, if you don't have sense of humor, if you're not sexy, if you're not, you know, if you're not comfortable revealing <laughs> right, your body right, in right, social, right, right. you can, you know, provide value, educational value, Correct. right? So um, Just don't be gaya-gaya because everybody's trying to be the next Kong TV, the next Will Dastrovich. That's Dastrovic. true, yeah. And, and it shows. Right. Right? Because it's not authentically mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? But you can take a piece of something from someone, make it work for you, make it original for yeah. you. The same way like this podcast, like, oh, I have such a good podcast. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bro, the reason why I'm able to, it took me years to finally pull the trigger mm-hmm. because I've always wanted, but it took me like three to four years. So mm-hmm. like, all right, I think it's a proper time, mm-hmm. but I listened to so many podcasts and I like, I, I, I literally took down and dissected just what I like about this podcast. I'll try to replicate it, make it work for me and what And then I'll add my own stupid play bar up that right. rat's there uh, uh, and whatnot. But Dude, it's a it's it's a lot of research up front. Mm-hmm. And for me, my what what I want to be able to give here in Hustle Share, I don't, I don't really care about the okay, of course, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I I want to be able to have a side hustle here passively. Yeah. But I when my mentor Joji Azurin told me it was, you got to pay it forward. I can't do it with how limited time I have mm-hmm. if I'm going to do it one is to one or whenever I have talks occasionally, whatever. Mm-hmm. I want it to be consistently yeah. giving massive. in a way in a massive format mm-hmm. in a platform where I know I write I, I mean I talk better than I write because if I write it's still going to be a lot of cuss words <laughs> but at least I have emotions if I'm doing it in an audio right. and I don't look good on video and you're so, good at it Ron right. you're so, so good at it no it's just natural bro that's what it is I fucking talk for a living <laughs> <laughs> what up so hey, so that, that defines a good influencer for you Mm. Why should brands now mm-hmm. invest in influencers mm-hmm. versus the traditional, uh, you know, ads, jingles, and whatnot? Or, you know, the traditional, uh, I mean, the new wave of, I yeah. mean, there's always uh, the new ways of Facebook marketing and whatnot. But mm-hmm. you gotta have content. Yeah. The game is in content now, mm-hmm. whatever format. Why do businesses have to go through that now? Yeah. I, uh, well, businesses have to understand that, number one, the industry really just changed and people's behavior really just refocused from the traditional forms of media okay. to social media. Everyone, mm-hmm. you know... Social media, not sock med, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just just go outside right. Emerald Ave and then you'll okay. see everyone's on their phones, right? Yep. No one's even looking above, right? right? And oh. then no one's even... I, I don't know, is there still someone who buys newspapers? Or they have headsets on. Yeah, All so right. it's just like everyone's on their mobiles. So that behavior is new also, relatively. Right. And then second is, 
it's just so noisy in digital. Sure. There's just so much. Uh, I want to sell you, sell this to you, etc., etc. In your et cetera. face, in your face, yeah, it's in your so face, in your face, and so right. people are so tired of that. People sure. are, you know, they're just tired of the noisy digital world. Right. And then third is that we now operate in an economy of trust. Trust. So um. So you it's know. not just in your face. Even politicians now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dude, I have never seen such scrutiny. With people's BS that they mm-hmm. force feed you. Because now, as much as I'd like to think people fucking use critical thinking when they consume yeah. certain types of messages. So mm-hmm. if they don't trust you as as a source of information, I mean, a lot of people, you still get fake news. So <laughs> God bless them. Hopefully, you know, critical thinking comes in. But, uh-uh. you know, a lot of people that, that, that when they it's a trusted source, Mm-mm. they they just... They just they just consume that like it's the gospel. Yes, right. right. And most of the people that that people trust right. are their peers, their yes. friends, right? And this is where influencers play a big role because influencers are like your friends, yes. but they have the access to things that you don't have. Correct. And so that makes them your friends, but aspirational. There you go. Perfectly right? said, Ace. Yeah. Right on the dot, mm-hmm. ace on that one. <laughs> Pun intended again. Yeah. But ace, um, let's take a quick break again. But when, let's, when we come back, mm-hmm. let's talk about your tips mm-hmm. on how to improve in this type of day and age where, you know, uh, it's, it's a totally different ballgame, right? Influencers are the way mm-hmm. to go, but you want to do it, right? But more of that after the Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again. And we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions for liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey Hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. 
Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named Fintech of the Year at last year's Philippine Fintech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. And we're back for the final yeah, episode with the blog of Mama. Uh, shout out to those people again who's uh, watching this live on Facebook Grabbing. through Aces page. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done 40 minutes. It didn't feel like 40 minutes. I already. know. And there's still viewers. So. Yeah. What's up? Right. <laughs> so again, this is a live podcast on Aces page. But again, if you're listening here through audio, it's the same experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, minus all the gibberish I said during the break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ace, now it's hustle tip time. Okay. Right? You've been through this this whole experience and credit where credit mm-hmm. is due because you hustled your way. You didn't use that privilege. You earned it from the ground up. Yes. Right? Very but before proud that, before that. we go to tips, mm-hmm. I have a personal question. Mm-hmm. I see you everywhere, all the <laughs> fucking time. Like you're in Bali this day. Then you're going to be in Hong Kong. Then you're going to be somewhere else. Yeah. What are you doing there and how can you afford to do that? And who takes your good pictures? Because you look really good and those pictures aren't like shit pictures. Uh This is influencer type pictures. (laughs) Is this an art or a skill or a science? How are you doing this? Okay, first and foremost, how can I afford to travel almost every month? Um, Let's just say the money that I got during my lucky year was really, really good. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's still trickling down four years in. And of course, I, I was also able to sell high ticket stuff uh, during yeah. the past years. So. Yeah, you were selling land. I'm like, what the fuck is this girl up to? How did you even. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, was I just... mean, when you hustle, the, the, the harder you hustle, the luckier you get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's true. 
Mm-hmm. So you've had a lot of really good business decisions down the road. Too. Yeah, I, I'm lucky because there you go. Sure. I would like yeah. to say I'm lucky. I want to. So. I want to be lucky too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, right. luck they say is when preparation meets opportunity, right? So you know, you just have to be there when when the opportunity is there. You right. just have to be Grab prepared. Also, right. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That is good. So Ace, now okay. So you, this is how you can afford. When you go out, is it also a business trip or is it a leisure? Oh, trip? I usually do a mix of both. Okay. So whenever there's time to meet with interesting people, okay. wherever I go to, I really make it a point to wow. meet them. Uh, well, they might be beneficial to the business. Right, right, they right. might just be some interesting people who has something to share, something sure. I something I can learn from. Right. And I, I really do that. Okay. And uh, the picture part. Who does oh, the pictures um, for you? Interestingly, dude? Uh, wow. some of it taken by you know friends I go with. Okay. Uh, some of it are self timer photos. I bring <laughs> I bring my monkey pod. Holy yeah, just self timer photos. Yeah. That is awesome because. It looks pro. It 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 looks pro. Yeah. I swear to God, right? Mm-hmm. Props for props is doing my guy. <laughs> Self timer. So, so it's this. Yes, that phone that, that I use. That thing. So right now, if you're listening to this, Ace literally has this thing. that's like a fucking tripod. Yeah, whatever. a monkey pod. I bring that monkey when pod. I travel. Wow, awesome. Mm-hmm. So okay, Ace. Now let's talk about tips, right? Mm-mm. Now let's let's talk about first one, right? Yeah. Um, you said you had to hustle your way in. You didn't use the privilege, though you had that card that's an ace up your sleeve that yeah. you didn't use it. Mm-hmm. How does one network from scratch? Mm, yeah. Uh, well, this is something that we practice also inside the company. So it's In part of our culture. Yeah. Okay, cool. So ask so anyone you teach from our this. team. Yes. Okay. And this is a principle that's called give two before you take one. Mm. Okay. It's, um, it's a principle of you have to give twice first. Before you ask for one, because back by then they couldn't say no to you. There you go. Right, that's so a, you gave me two coffees. Now you can you will ask me. <laughs> so like, so like that's what I did to you, also, Ron. Okay, right? right. There you go. Um, I will give you this because okay, I'll you know, wait for another one. Then she's gonna ask <laughs> no, me for. No, that's I'm like just no. Right, that's yeah. like I have a point. I yeah. need to have two points. You invested. I already. invest in it. We invest in relationships. Got it. So give two. Give two one. before you take one. That is awesome. That is so simple, but it doesn't have to be anything. Just do a favor. Yeah, for it doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, you need a ride home. Okay, let's do that. There you you need me to pick up coffee for you. Sure. Wow. Yeah. You need me to bridge you to this person. Sure. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. It sounds so simple. It sounds so simple, but dude, people just don't get it. Yes, because people amazing. like taking, but they don't like to give. There. So and, and givers gain. Givers gain. That's true. There you go. Amazing. <laughs> Woo. Okay. So for for next next question, influencing. So now you're able to give that uh, influencing mm-hmm. and selling. Those are two separate things. Yeah. How do you drop an inkling of influence to mm-hmm. someone for them to trust you mm-hmm. and to take what you have right. as 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 the word? Right. Well, to me, influence is really all about value. Okay. And um, that's why I always say, oh, influencers are not because they have high follower counts or, you know, it's about value. It's what you bring to the table. 
And uh, I've seen a lot of companies investing in these people who don't really have, you know, they just have 1,000, even less than 1,000 followers. But they know how this person can be of value to them. They know that when they have this person on their side, they're able to really leverage on a lot of things. So um, it's it's really about value. And wow. again, value is not just money, right? No, it's not about the likes. It's not, the yeah, phone. yeah. I mean, do they have value in terms of maybe strategy? Okay. Do they have value in terms of the connections that they have? Do they have entertainment value, Got educational it. value, any value that you could give wow. is influencing. So, you know, a lot of people ask me, how do I become an influencer? First and foremost, you have determined, you have to determine what is the value that you what give. What do you bring to the table? What do you bring to the table? Yeah. That is amazing. Now, Ace, now let's take it a notch higher. Mm-hmm. So now influencing, mm-hmm. you know your value. Mm-hmm. How do you convert? Because that's a different thing, right? Mm-hmm. How do you sell? So you again, props, props to you because I didn't know you did network marketing and there's no shame. No shame. I fucking I a lot a lot of there's this it became bad. There's a bad rep, but I've seen so many like all right, for example, there's mm-hmm. this company front row. Front row, when they started their humble beginnings mm-hmm. as what they were before. Dude, they were just like in a little hole yeah. in the wall in Tomas Morato somewhere. Mm-mm. Now they fucking have billboards. Right. God, and that's an MLM. Yes, network marketing is a legit business model. Correct. What really makes it wrong is when people twist everything. Correct. And they don't have the they don't have the proper way. Like, oh, are you a businessman? Let's have coffee. And then at the end of it, yeah. it sounds like a scam. Because yeah. it's, you don't paint the whole picture. Right. Right, but when you're selling, you have to f- show all the cards. Yes. At the end of it, don't have oh, oh by the way, not not like that, right? Because right? it sounds shady like mm-hmm. that, and a lot of people they just don't execute well. That's why mm-hmm. they had a bad rep. Yeah. For you, what's your tip for selling, converting? Because now you've laid all these these seeds mm-hmm. everywhere. Right. One here, two there, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you influence them. How yeah. do you make that convert to go back? Yeah, to I always believe, you know, that selling has a lot to do with reputation. There you go. So um, I, I think from, in my case, right, I was able to really sell a lot of things because people know that they can't trust me with their money. Got it. Okay, people know and people will be confident that whenever I have their money or when I hold their money, my money is rain, safe, right? right? And it has a lot to do with the with how they trust me, how I've dealt with them before, how other people describe me, sure. how they really know me. So, you know, it, it really has to do with that. And um, I've always believed that good sellers are those who really make it a point to uh, it's not, money's show not the their first value. One. First one, no, yeah, it, it will come, of people, course. Right? right? These are people. And sometimes, you know, I've, I've come across a lot of people who... Oh, I like you. I'm going to buy from you. Correct. Same. It's not right? what you sell. It's, it's who you are and yeah, how you sell yeah, it Yeah, it's too. how you sell it. Correct. It's and I, I use this, I, my, my, my idol. I'm, I'm a salesman by default too. As My idol, the, the, the guy that really changed the whole perspective Mm-mm. for me Mm-mm. was Jordan Belfort, the oh, Wolf of yeah. Wall Street. He did it so well that he was so manipulative. However, when he, when he went through all this shit, mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. came up with this thing called the straight line method. That every sale is the same. There's an open and there's a close. Yeah. In a perfect world, it's a straight line. But at the end of the day, if you're also doing this in a way that, you know, there's always meanders or twists yeah. and turns, as long as you're in control of that sale mm-hmm. 
and you know at the back of your mind you're in control mm-hmm. and you're able to deliver the message well it will come to the mm-hmm. to the end line which is a sale mm-hmm. right and that's that's what i live by too and and then it's true and that's what we do here in chatbot like in chatbot um a lot of companies especially in the early age they didn't know what a chatbot was yeah. but we we planted that seed that you know what at the end of the day we're just going to be here and now this year holy fucking shit it's crazy because I don't even know, like, how, how am I going to accommodate you? But eventually, you know, the team is always ready. So props to my team for that. Awesome, yeah. You know, a lot of people also like, all right, you know what? Uh, here's another scenario. A lot of people are like, you know what? Yeah, chatbot, anybody can do that. They mm. try it. They do it. They did not execute. It's like, you know what, Ron? You're right. Here, I trust you. I, I'll, I'll help you now. Mm-hmm. So those things, never burn those bridges because at the end of the day, whoever you invested mm-hmm. on, that's goodwill mm-hmm. that you give, right? Mm-hmm. And then eventually, you'll never know when you'll end work with that person. Right. Also, one good tip when you're selling is if you can find a warm lead. An intro. An intro. A wingman. A, yeah. You know where you get you, 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 you get to do this well? Yeah. Where? In the club. Yes, you always need a wingman. If you want to, you don't go for the kill right away. You look like a creep, Uh right? Like, Uh who the fuck are you? Uh Unless you're really hot, then Uh yeah, you'll get away with it. But I see a lot of also hot hot dudes or hot girls. Mm -hmm. No game, like Mm -hmm. zero game. Mm -hmm. Like you can't get away with a hot card all the time. (laughs) You gotta have game, right? So you go there, you have a wingman to Uh, hook you up to to uh, like you know what this girl. Yes, my friend. Yeah. Correct. And that's what I learned in nightlife too. Mm-mm, you know, you gotta mm-mm. have a wingman to up your value, even if you're not really that. Yeah, right? I learned that in network marketing. How there we call it the ABC rule: someone ABC has to build you up. So there you go, mm-hmm. wingman rule in the nightclub. ABC rule. <laughs> ABC rule in network marketing. <laughs> awesome. Now, Ace, what's what's next for you guys? And Blogapalooza, you you're you're making a lot of strides here. I saw that you guys had a big. Um, event recently with the influencers again where coffee yes. bnb was there shout out to you <laughs> i hope to meet you guys Payaman, power right <laughs> um so what, what was that and what's what's what should people look for in your hustle oh um a lot of things are right. we, just really, we just closed a really we just closed a really really big account today so. there you go that's <laughs> like why really really big. L- lucky ace was giving me the lucky <laughs> stuff on her hands yeah too. uh well they could expect that um oh one thing that maybe people could look forward to is that we would be more data driven data driven and i it's interesting because you know Companies right now are looking actually for bloggers, not anymore Instagrammers. It was very short-lived. I was surprised, you know. Uh, Many of the clients that we're getting right now, oh, we want bloggers. We want people who write. We want people who could really contribute value. We want people who could, you know, improve our SEO. It's not anymore an Instagram game. Yeah, because an Instagram is, okay, Mm -hmm. I see your picture. I like it for three, four, five seconds. Yeah, because, yeah. And I'm done. Yeah. Right? The same way here in podcasts, right? I spent a good time with you guys. If you're still here at this time, we're 53 minutes in. Oh my in, gosh, thank you. Right? Um, that means we've, we've, we've invested so much and we appreciate you spending this time with us, right? Because 
time is money, and then That's there's true. so much so much money that, mm-hmm. that 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 comes in in terms of value by giving us this time, mm-hmm. and we appreciate. It. And hopefully, we're able to give you a thing or two or three. Ace was just very generous today with what you did. Mm-hmm. But Ace, um, if you if they want to follow you and uh, they want to get to know you, if there's there's a brand or an influencer that wants to work with you, how do they do that? Or they could contact us at info at blogapalooza.ph. And they could also visit our website, www.blogapalooza.ph. We are in social. Just search for Blogapalooza. There you go. Not Sockmed, huh? Whoever <laughs> says Sockmed. Sock what the fuck? It's I not the fuck. Sockmed. Some people use Sockmed. Really? <laughs> 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 oh I posted God. about this like, who the hell oh, yeah. came up? Oh, I'm, I'm not trying to hate. It's just funny. Okay. So Ace again, thank you of very course. much. The blogger mama. Thank you very much. Thank you. I am very happy to have shared and learned also from you. Oh, so much. Thank you, Ace. And again, this has been Hustle Share. If you liked this episode, please, again, sh- show us some love. Follow us in your favorite podcast app. And then you like us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well. We're all there. At Hustle Share on Instagram, it, we're called Hustle Share Podcast. And then if you like any other hustler like Ace, that wants to be on this show, please message us in our chatbot powered by chatbotph at m.me slash hustleshare. Again, Ace, thank you very much. Thank you, Ron. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Power. All right. Power. All right. And again, this is uh, this is Hustle Share, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.